Hello, welcome to episode 11 of Political Nathaniel. Uh, I guess we'll start off by talking about the uh, tank that was searching for a January 6th um, insurrectionist, I guess you would call it. Um, but there's a fun, funny new developments about that as well coming out. But a USA Today article, November 8th, 2023. The article headline was Gregory Yetman. He's the J6er, uh, was never arrested after the Capitol riot. Now an FBI search is underway. A search, and then um, further on, a search was underway in Middlesex County, New Jersey, for Gregory Yetman, who was wanted for his role in the January 6th Capitol riots, according to the FBI. Yetman fled his home in the small town of Helmetta on Wednesday morning after FBI agents and local police attempted to serve him with an arrest warrant. Helmetta Mayor Christopher Slavisek, Slavisek, I don't know, told USA Today. Um, as of Thursday evening, the search was continuing, but residents had not been told to shelter in place or lock down. Slavisek said a large number of FBI agents and police were still searching the local woods which Slavisic said were full of hiking trails and bodies of water. A situation like this, of course, brings heightened anxiety. It's not normal uh, to see FBI agents and vehicles and tanks in your community, Slavisic said. You never think something like this will happen in your own backyard. And yes, I read that correctly. Um, he said tanks, plural, tanks. I don't know if there was multiple tanks or I did not physically see them. I didn't search for them, but um, I did hear about the tanks and I read about it in the article by USA Today, which is a mainstream source and take that for what you will, I guess, because um, I don't really trust the mainstream media, but I know a lot of people do. So that's why I try to get most of my sources from mainstream media so people can think that i'm not full of shit <laughs> oh and um fyi this episode might have a whole lot of uh, cussing in it so just uh be prepared for that <clears throat> and uh speaking of which uh the january 6th uh more tapes were released i guess if you want to take call it tapes i feel like an old person when i say that i guess footage um camera footage whatever um, the Speaker of the House released uh, more of the tapes. Uh, you can watch online. You can go online and watch them. Um, some appear to be what we thought all along: the federales dressed as protesters. It, it seems that way. Looks that way. Uh, with video showing a cop um, uncuff a protester when nobody is around, and uh, they have a nice little talk, a little chat, and then he um, takes off his handcuffs for whatever reason. Um, but if it's such a crazy, scary insurrection, I don't see why you're releasing people inside of the Capitol. Um, so that's what makes me feel like it. Um, there was feds dressed up as MAGA supporters, uh, Make America Great Again supporters. Um, <clears throat> and another one was talking to two guys with a MAGA hat on. And um, <clears throat> then they, one of them proceeds to give him a handshake. So, to one of the police officers. So it doesn't def definitely does not feel as bad as they were saying it to be, especially 
um, like what Kamala Harris was trying to act like it was. But a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941. September 11th, 2001. And January 6th, 2021. That is Kamala Harris pretending that the Fed's surrection was as bad as 9-11, the terrorist attacks um, that flew planes into the World Trade Center, uh, or some hu uh, really huge buildings killing a lot of people, and those buildings just crumbled. Um, and Pearl Harbor, December 7th, 1941, where Japanese planes attacked the United States Naval Base at Pearl Harbor, uh, Hawaii, Hawaii Territory, killing more than 2,300 Americans. And uh, this... Kamala Harris is just gaslighting the American people, pretending that this insurrection was as bad as um, those events in American history. And that's just stupid foolishness. And people that believed it, well, they ate that shit up. Um, it's, it's just pathetic comparing those tragedies uh, to January 6th. And I feel like our vice president, Kamala, should be ashamed of herself for pushing that propaganda. But I don't think these Democrats, far-left extremists, have shame. You'd have to have a conscience to have shame, and I don't think they have that. Um, that's just what we've come to expect from our leaders, and that shouldn't be what we expect from our leaders, um, but it is. <laughs> and I feel like that's probably why we're in uh, such a bad place in America. I don't think we're doing too well out here. And... Um, Speaking of leadership, I feel like Vivek Ramaswamy, one of the presidential candidates, um, def definitely a fan of him and uh, Trump. Those are two, the two guys I really uh, are excited to see um, face off to see who would be president. And I want to give Vivek a strong chance. I feel like he shows leadership. And uh, so I'm sorry if you've heard this clip uh, a, thou a thousand times or so, but I think it just speaks volumes and i think uh i do want to play it for y'all and see what you think about it a party of losers at the end of the day is a cancer in the republican establishment let's speak the truth i mean since ronna mcdaniel took over as chairwoman of the rnc in 2017 we have lost 2018 2020 2022 no red wave that never came we got trounced last night in 2023 and i think that we have to have accountability in our party that matter on if you want to come on stage tonight you want to look the gop voters in the eye and tell them you resign i will turn over my yield my time to you and frankly look the people there cheering for losing in the republican party think about who's moderating this debate this should be tucker carlson joe rogan and elon musk we'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that gop primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party getting the democrats and we've got christian walker here do you think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Chris, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you and the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Mr. Robert, this is how we get our country back. We need accountability because this media rigged the 2016 election. They rigged the 2020 election with the Hunter Biden laptop story. Mr. And they're going to rig this election. Your time is accountability. up. Let me turn to That's Governor. That was um, 
part of the Republican uh, debate where he spoke about that stuff. And I, I just it really blew me away because, I mean, I feel like that's how a lot of us feel. And, um, you know, he asked for the resignation of Ronna McDaniel, the chairwoman of the Republican Party, whose uncle is Mitt Romney. So she was probably handed the job because of her uncle. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, it's my uncle. Oh, OK, we'll hire this. Um, my niece. Like, that's not how we should be doing shit. We should be doing stuff where people are just completely overly qualified. Like, wow, you're such you, you speak volumes. You're you're such a great speaker. You, you're such a great hard worker. You know your stuff. You should be a chair chairwoman or, you know, chairperson of the Republican Party. But you probably got it because um, her uncle is Mitt Romney, um, who, who lost to Obama running for president. And, you know, so maybe she got a handout. I don't know. But uh, the Republican Party uh, was projected to have a red wave because of how horrible Biden inflation, a red wave um, pertaining to the 2022 um, midterms, um, because how, how bad the Biden inflation, Bidenomics, the new war we got involved in, the migrant problem, crime waves in America, the Twitter files that revealed how the FBI was colluding with them to censor conservative Republican voices while allowing uh, far left and Democrat voices to just run wild. And that got exposed when Elon Musk bought Twitter and he changed it to X now. And um, <clears throat> out of rebellion to the bullshit being fed to us all, we expected to maybe elect many more Republican candidates than we did in the uh, 2022 midterms. And as chairwoman of the Republican Party, you were handed um, some easy wins and you produced barely anything for us. And uh, your ideas suck and, and you did nothing to get us over that hump. And uh, so instead of being um, content with losing, get, get rid of her, get someone else, do something uh, with, with some outside the box thinking, like he said. We should do something with Joe Rogan or um, Elon Musk, bring in twice the uh, amount of viewers. D doing a Republican debate on NBC who spread lies like the Hunter Biden laptop being Russian propaganda right before the 2020 election with zero proof it ever was and essentially participating in election interference. Those are the people that we're going to go to. Hey, um, show our debate. We need to catch younger the younger generation, we need to catch younger, fresh people. And um, I, I guess like the older people still get their news from the television. And uh, so we need to cater to a younger generation and not just that. Um, everything's online. Uh, the new generation of people get their news on the phones now. They, they don't get it on the television like they did back in the day. We're still using these outdated um, procedures to try to get the word out on the Republican um, thoughts and ideas. And it's not working. It hasn't been working. And we're still doing the same shit. So get her out of there. Get somebody in that knows how to, how to uh, get, get the word out about us. What we stand for. We shouldn't be losing. There should be numerous red waves. Because all the uh, stuff that I just talked about. The Biden inflation. Bidenomics. The new wars. Etc. Um. <clears throat> There should have been, yeah, a red wave of uh, voting for the uh, Republican Party. Uh, we can put it on Rumble, maybe YouTube, but they like censorship, so I don't know. 
X, Twitter, TikTok, something. Um, we can get the word out more about the party and what direction and the way we feel and uh, get the American people hyped about America. Hey, like I really feel strongly about what they just talked about. Um, I really like it. And we're just using the same old tactics that were never working and they're still not working, but we're still doing the same bullshit. Get Rana out of here. She doesn't understand the world today because the world today, like I said, gets the news from their phones. They don't get it from television. So this whole NBC debate, for what? It was useless. And um, if you get Elon, I mean, I doubt he, maybe he wouldn't even do it, but um, someone, I guess, moderate like him, um, who doesn't seem like he leans either side, um, or a Joe Rogan, who who just likes to ask questions. He's good at asking questions, and, and he listens a lot. So I feel like those would be some, we would get some really outside-the-box questions to um, the people running for uh, president in the Republican Party. So uh, I think things need to be different. And um, I'm really a big fan of Vivek Ramaswamy. He really can um, articulate his thoughts very well. And um, as being showing in the CNN interview with Vivek recently, where he, um, CNN was talking about a word vermin being used by Trump. This chismosa just getting dirty details like it's high school. Like th this dude, like this dude said this and this dude said that. How do you feel about that? Like if we want gossip, we're going to go to a, our drama. We'll watch the Kardashians. This is the news, CNN. You're over here trying to pitch gossip and, oh, this guy said this. Oh my gosh. You're speaking to a presidential candidate. Like, come on, man. Like, come with something better. They look like to you. That that is, as your uh, Republican colleague Chris Christie said, neo-Nazi rhetoric. This is a classic mainstream media move. Pick some individual phrase of Donald Trump and focus on literally that word without actually interrogating the substance of what's at issue. The word was chosen for a reason. This country. The well, you know what? It, it, it's actually describing a series of behaviors. You have Antifa and other related groups that have been burning down cities for the last three years in this country. Would you describe them as they're violating the rule of law? We have an invasion on our southern border. We have millions of people crossing our southern border. Let's talk about the substance okay. of why we have to recognize would, that we're not in ordinary you, times. Would you so use that language yourself? Believe that that is, as your uh, Republican colleague Chris Christie has said, neo-Nazi rhetoric. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm not the best at uh, technology there. But um, I did like how he deflected. Hey, let's stop talking about vermin. Uh, this is bull. Nobody wants to hear about this. And I feel the same way. I mean, I don't care that he used the word vermin and you're trying to push it in a certain way to show your side and perspective of things. Let's get down to what the American people give a damn about. And that's maybe affording things, maybe getting a house for their family. Maybe finally getting ahead in life, owning something. I, I don't know. It's just this world has America, the world really seems like it's just going down the tubes and we're just over here playing drama, gossip girl bullshit like it's freaking high school. It's not. Um, and speaking of which, uh, the Second Amendment had another um Another attack on the Second Amendment. Uh, the NRA posted on X, formerly Twitter, 
On November 17th, 2023, Vince Ritchie was coming back to his um, L.A. home on a quiet evening when two robbers jumped his wall and pointed guns at his chest. But they weren't ready for what was about to happen. He had a gun of his own and defended himself. Now, California is suspending his Second Amendment. And not the robbers' um, guns and their Second Amendment. The man who defended himself at his own home who had guns, a gun drawn on him. Yeah, I would have, he started blasting. I would have started blasting too. He had a five-month-old and his wife in the house. And they want to take away his Second Amendment. They're suspending it. Um, in California, of course, far-left extremist California. Um, for defending himself? That's what, that's what the gun is for. That's what the Second Amendment is for. You, you get these thugs to, to back up. You protect yourself. You protect your family. So what would California rather have done? He gets shot and his um, five-month-old um, get killed and his wife, wife get raped while he's outside bleeding to death? Oh, okay. Then, it, then it's okay to maybe shoot a shot off while you're dying? Fuck all that. That's bullshit. You're in California. Get out of there. <laughs> They're going to do anything to get that, uh, the Second Amendment, to get the guns away from you. It, it's ridiculous. And... Um, yeah, so I might be a little scatterbrained here, but uh, let's talk about NPR. And this is um, kind of showing you about the media and their stupidity. Um, National Public Radio, they had an article. Uh, I just wanted to point this out because I, I saw this somewhere and I was like, oh, let me look it up. And it's kind of real. It, or not kind of, it is real. December 24th, 2019, uh, <clears throat> they had an article um, headline that said, Companies face an uphill battle getting Americans to eat bugs. Okay. Um, and then on March 23, 2023, four years later, um, they had an article headline saying this, how a conspiracy theory about eating bugs made its way to international politics. <laughs> what? So you were talking about how it's an uphill battle four years ago for Americans to start eating bugs. And four years later, now it's a conspiracy theory when you literally wrote an article about it four years ago. And people just eat this shit alive. They just throw conspiracy theory on anything. And people are like, oh, it, it, it's not true. It, it's like, um, it, it's, it's so stupid. And people that still fall for this, you're fucking stupid. And that's just the mainstream media in a nutshell, though. So, <laughs> oh, and um, medicines. Let's talk about some medicines. CBSnews.com on October 19th, 2023. Um, yeah, we're going back to October. Sorry. CVS is pulling some of the most popular cold medicines from store shelves. Here's why. That was the article headline. And it continues, pharmacy chain CVS Health said it is pulling some of its most popular cold and cough medications from store shelves. Weeks after advisors to the F Food and Drug Administration deemed a common ingredient effect ineffective, CVS told CBS Money Watch that it will no longer sell products that only contain fenfluorine. Man, I should have looked that up. I don't know how to say this. Fenfluorine as an active ingredient at its pharmacy stores. 
we are rem removing certain oral cough and cold products that contain fenfluorethane as the only active ingredient, just deal with it, um, from CVS pharmacy stores, the company said in a statement to CBS Money Watch. Other, <clears throat> other oral cough and cold products will continue to be offered to meet consumer needs, CVS added. And let's jump over to the FBA, FDA website to confirm that it is true on FDA.com. Um, September 14th, 2023, they had an article headline <clears throat> that read, FDA clarifies results of recent advisory committee meeting on oral fenfluorothene, whatever that, that same ingredient that I was trying, that I've been botching the past couple of times. So they said, um, FDA held a non-prescription drug advisory committee meeting September 11th through 12th, through the 12th on 2023 to discuss the effectiveness of oral fenfluorothene, whatever, as an active ingredient in over-the-counter cough and cold products that are indicated for the temporary relief of congestion, both as a single ingredient product and in combination with other ingredients. The, co uh, the committee discussed new data on the effectiveness of oral fenfluorothene and concluded that the current scientific data do not support that the recommended dosage of orally administered fenfluorothene is effective as a nasal decongestant. However, Neither FDA nor the committee raised concerns about safety issues with use of oral flenfluorothene at the recommended dose. Yes, I'm still botching it. Um, it's just weird because, um, oh, I wish I wrote the little note here, but I, I, I believe it was like NyQuil and, uh, or DayQuil and a couple of those um, oral cough medicines, and I still take those, and I feel like they work. So I don't really know where this new data is coming from when they're saying it's not working. And get this, this is happening. Um, how come this couldn't happen, let's say, um, in April when the height of having these colds and or being decongested and all that, when all that isn't happening, but right when we're about to enter the winter season, they decide to say, hey, you know what? This stuff is not good anymore. Um, it's just weird, a weird time to do it out of all the time in the world that they've ever had it because I've, I'm uh, about what, 30, I'm uh, about, I'm 36 years old. So my entire life I've been using um, like NyQuil, DayQuil, stuff like that. Um, and I felt like it's worked for me. My parents have uh, used it, been using it my whole life and all of a sudden it's not good. Okay, so out of all that time that I've been alive, you couldn't figure this shit out in uh, May? Like it's just happening now. So the, what I'm getting at is, okay, so are they going to try to take these off the shelves on a lot of, uh, or right now it's just CVS, is it going to be other places? And if it is other places, are we all going to be fighting for medicine? And then we're not going to be able to find medicine because it's going to be so scarce that um, we're they're going to start saying, well, uh, we should start taking flu vaccines and I don't know if the mRNA flu vaccine is ready to push out, but um, they are working on that. Or, um, well, we got to take the COVID vaccine now. And so it's maybe another push for the COVID vaccine. Like, here you go. This is going to help you. You can't get your hands on some NyQuil. Have a COVID vaccine. We got plenty. We got boosters. Uh, if you get sick, take a booster. 
Like, is, you know, the timing is weird. I don't trust big pharma anymore. I don't trust the mainstream media. I don't trust the FDA. Like, I've lost complete hope in a lot of this, this institutions surrounding us because um, a lot of people have been exposed with the lies on this whole COVID thing. <sighs> okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, migrants, again, with Biden's shit policies. A uh, 37-year-old illegal immigrant, Sayulo Cardosa, uh, don't know his Salu who was convicted of raping a five-year-old in Brazil, has been found living on Martha's Vineyard, of all places. Wow. How did he get there? Maybe he, I don't know what he was doing. Cleaning toilets? Don't know. In 2019, Cardosa was sentenced in Brazil to serve 14 years in prison for raping a child. After that conviction, Cardosa decided to flee to the United States by crossing illegally at the southern border and was undetected by Border Patrol. Was this in 2020? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, international authorities eventually alerted ICE that Cardosa may be in the U.S. and eventually found him living on Martha's Vineyard. He is currently in ICE custody, waiting to be deported back to Brazil. So these are the type of people that want to come to our country. Um, how many of these uh, Cardosas are there that have come into our country that, um, you know, are, are convicted of raping children in, in their countries and just coming over here to get away from going to jail? I mean, yeah, you would swim across the damn sea to get away from that so that you can live free and rape other fucking kids over here in America. Um, so, yeah, I could see, though, that, I mean, we've been having a whole lot of single males coming into America. So are, are a lot of those rapists, a lot of those killers, a lot of those murderers, a lot of those convicted um, people that should be in jail over there? I don't know, but there's a lot of single men coming over here. Why isn't there single women coming over here? It's a hell of a question to fucking ask. Can someone answer it, please? Don't know. Um, and that's just sick. But if, if you think that is sick, let's talk about bestiality. Bestiality, yeah. Princeton professor. Is he pro-bestiality from Princeton? A professor? A college? <laughs> uh, yeah, anyways, uh, New York Post, uh, November 11, 2023. Article headline, Princeton professor sparks outrage by calling journal article about sex with animals thought-provoking. Someone check his hard drive. And the rest of it says, or there's some of it, it says, uh, Dr. Peter Singer, a teacher of bioethics at the Ivy League's School Center for Human Values since 1999. And yes, he's been working there since 1999. And he thinks bestiality is um, probably pretty good, is what he thinks. Posted a link to the article on his ex account, where the backlash began almost immediately. The article offers a controversial perspective that calls for a serious and open discussion on animal ethics and sex ethics singer continued read and ponder but i don't think many people do want to ponder that idea it's nothing i want to ponder
yeah, nobody wants to fuck a goat. <laughs> but the uh, professor does <laughs> from Princeton. So um, maybe Princeton can be called the Princeton Goat Fuckers. And uh, if you've been sending your child there, um, hopefully he's not a goat fucker or she's not a goat fucker. Um, <laughs> just talking shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is pretty disgusting. And that's the person that is teaching uh, your children in uh, Princeton since 1999. So hopefully he doesn't fuck goats, but who knows? Um, but I guess someone sick or with a sick mouth, sailor's mouth, um, this sick far left extremist, Michael Rappaport. I just throw them all in the far left extremist uh, category because fuck them. Um, November 17th, 2023, Michael Rappaport. He used to be a famous actor, but now he's just washed up. He's one of uh, Trump's biggest haters, um, but he does have a big following. Uh, he does podcasts and shit like that. Um <clears throat> Yeah, so um, he had this to say about Trump. He had this to say about a Trump and Biden face-off in 2024. So there you have it. He hates Donald Trump, but he knows that Biden is such an utter failure that he would even vote for Donald Trump. But he's one of Trump's biggest haters. He was calling him pig dick, and I'm sorry about the uh, shitty quality there, but I uh, hope you heard that. Um, even this jackass who's been talking shit about Trump for as long as he's been president, really, even his dumbass thinks that Trump can get this shit together in America. Well, no shit. That's why we voted for him, you dumbass. This isn't about, oh, I like this guy. He makes me feel good. It ain't about feeling good. It's about running the country the way it should be ran. And this dumbass let his emotions get in front of him, and that's probably why he voted for Biden. And now that he's seeing the implications of his stupidity and voting for a moron like Joe Biden, now he's realizing shit. I would even vote for Donald Trump if it was Trump against Biden. Yeah, no shit. If you would have just stopped looking at Trump with all the hate that you were programmed to look at him with, then you would have known who, would, who to vote for to have a better America right now. But you helped destroy this company with your stupidity and your stupid vote. Yep. And um, just to show how more stupid he was this is him he's one of trump's biggest haters this is uh when was this one mm -hmm. i don't know a couple years ago 75 years 75 years old you fat fuck happy birthday dick stain donald trump aka pig dick donald trump aka draft dodging donald trump aka shamu you fat fuck you 75 years you good for nothing the worst person easily the worst president of all time you accomplished jack shit you couldn't even finish your wall some people will say oh he was good to israel you fat fuck you couldn't find israel 
on a map, you fat fuck. 75 years. How old are you going to... Yeah, so that stupid moron. Now he's like, well, it's up in the table. I would vote for Trump, or uh, I would think, consider voting for Trump if it was Trump against Biden. Well, you know what? I wouldn't consider voting for this dumbass Joe Biden over Trump. I wouldn't consider it because Trump is far more better than that moron that we have as president of the United States. And um, it, it just proves that all this hate speech that was given um, through the mainstream media the entire time Trump was the president, it got to people's head to the point where they just voted for this dumbass because they hated Trump so bad. We need to get your emotions in check and actually see and look at how someone is running a country because we're fucked right now. And this dumbass might be coming around and other people in America might be coming around to the idea that Donald Trump was pretty fucking badass. I don't know. I think so. Trump 2024. Or Vivek. <laughs> Anyways, talk to y'all next time.